All the broken hearts in the world still beat. Love that lyric. It's like the brilliance of Ingrid Michaelson. The indie pop queen is coming to D.C. on Friday, December 10th and Saturday, December 11th with the NSO for a Holiday Pops concert. I got to chat with her a bit about her love of Christmas music, like the 1950s style old school Christmas music. Her search to find more Frank Sinatra and to make her own. Plus, she shared as we wrapped up a project she's been working on since 2017 to bring one of the most iconic movie love stories and books to the Broadway stage. She's doing the music for it. Also, we're lucky to even get a chance to talk to Ingrid Michaelson because she's in the midst of saying no to a lot of stuff. But I'll let her explain that in our extended chat. Things are things are good. You know, it's been it's been a few years of of anxiety and isolation, but I uh, I had a my 15th annual holiday show in New York City and that sort of broke the ice for me. I've been very much in my own little bubble, just kind of keeping myself safe and not venturing out. So I've started to venture out and I feel, I feel pretty confident. I think, I think uh, you know, these things can be done if we do them safely, for sure. Oh, totally. And I, we've been talking about this a bunch. Um, just what you've grown into as a person you know, over the pandemic. Like, what'd what'd you learn about yourself? I feel like you're a very introspective person to begin with, from your lyrics and your music and just your overall Ingrid Michaelson-ness. But how'd you grow? Well, I definitely am able to say no and sort of prioritize my own um, physical and mental being. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think in the past, I was very much sort of stuck in a little bit of a rat race of like, oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And kind of saying yes to a lot of things, even to the detriment of my, you know, physical and mental health. Um, and so I think I've, I've really grown into the concept of, you know, um, being able to say no to things and to people and being okay with that and not being afraid that they'll be disappointed or they won't like me. And that's not my responsibility. And I think I've always known that, but I've not always acted on that. And that's something that I have really been able to, to, to do. So many people are like, oh, I'm in my year of yes, and I'm saying like, yes to everything. I love that you have value. <laughs> and, and that, my year and that, of no. Right. And I think that's kind of awesome that you're like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to say no. And I appreciate that Like, you maybe underscore the value of, of just being like, no, I'm not doing that thing. The year of yes, I think also means yes, I'm going to take care of myself, finally. And in saying yes, I'm going to take care of myself means I have to say no sometimes. I'm like Lennon Doyle right now, um, everyone. <laughs> I do. I, I love. I love the manifestation of you know, of of yes and of positivity and of you know bringing good things to you. I do think that that really does come with protecting yourself first, and then everything kind of can bloom from there for sure. When you hear about Ingrid Michaelson and the National Symphony Orchestra, oh. Portion of people, I'm sure, think, "Oh, it's all like woodwinds and hoity-toityness," and they think of you as this like indie pop musician who like sings from your life in your journal, and maybe don't know how those things can can intersect. Oh, they go together quite well. So I've done a few shows with with um, different symphonies in my past, just kind of one-offs, and a lot of my music really does lend itself really beautifully to orchestral arrangements. Um, you know, strings and horns and brass, like it's, it's amazing. You don't really know 
until you hear it, you're oh my gosh, this is the, like some of these songs, these arrangements. I was like, oh my god, this is so beautiful. Like even like a really like joyful song, I'm just like tearing up because I was like, I can't. This is just so gorgeous. We are going to do a couple that are just the just me and my my um, two bandmates. So there are going to be a couple that are sort of peppered in there that are just very acoustic. Um, and then my latest record, which is my holiday record, I wanted them to sound like they were plucked right out of the 1950s. So they're very orchestral. Like, for instance, um, we do a song called Melakalikimaka, which is, you know, Melakalikimaka is the thing to say. And there's just like amazing um, sweeping strings in the background and um, a percussion and and flutes and um you know, it's one thing when we're recording them in, in the studio, we're sort of going piece by piece. Like you get a quartet in and then you double the quartet and then you triple the quartet and then you bring in the brass guy and he doubles, triples. You know, you kind of build it that way. I mean, unless you have like, you know, Michael Buble money and you can go into Capitol Records and you can get a whole orchestra and record them live. That's why his albums sound so amazing. Don't we all want Michael Buble money someday? I mean, come on. Let's, yeah. Let's manifest that. I'm not going to say no to that. That's for sure. I do not say no to that. Um, but so, you know, so that that's how I see all of these arrangements coming together, piece by piece by piece. I don't see it all at once. Mm -hmm. And that's what this is going to be like. It's just going to be all of these musicians playing all of these parts all at once. And it's, it's, you know, from my past experience playing with orchestras and from hearing these arrangements... Um, I mean, I have a song called To Begin Again that I wrote, that I uh, put out last year with Zane on it. And that song, it's the arrangement they did is just... Um, the artwork, it's such a beautiful song. The artwork for that single, too, is gorgeous. It's a really lovely, lovely song. Yeah, and then you just picture it. You can picture what it would sound like done with a full... And they just did such a gorgeous arrangement. So I'm, I'm you know, we have a rehearsal. We have one rehearsal, and then we have three shows. So we just kind of jump right into it. Um, so I have to, like, get all the tears out on the rehearsal day so that Saturday and Sunday, those three shows can be you know, relatively tearless. I can't promise there won't be a tear, but they'll, hopefully there'll be fewer. <laughs> and playing with the National Symphony Orchestra, um, Marissa Regney is one of the violinists. She's a, a friend of mine. She played my wedding. She's also like a hoot. Like the NSO members are like fun humans too. So the, the backstage and the before and the after, um, it's just a wonderful experience to hang out with them. Oh, I'm so excited. That's going to be so fun. Totally. So let's talk about you. You've done the holiday concert for years and years. It's a, a holiday show here in D.C. Were you nervous as an artist being like, yeah, I'm going to do my own twist on holiday favorites? Yeah, well, I've been doing this, you know, successfully, whatever that means, probably since like 2007. So I didn't put out a holiday record until 2018. Mm -hmm. So it took me a long time. I had a few little singles here and there, but I really, because I love Christmas so much, it's such a, it's such a, a thing for me. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I wanted to do it right. And I really, really wanted the songs to sound like you could put them on a playlist with Nat King Cole and Bing Crosby and Judy Garland and you wouldn't even hear a difference. It would just seamlessly glide into those because I think, you know, we can't, I can't get enough of those. I want to like somebody to like go to a vault and unearth all this unheard Frank Sinatra Christmas music, but I, I can't, you only have what we have. So I was like, well, that's my job. I want to like recreate I want to create some new songs that sound old. Um, and I think we did a really pretty 
amazing job at that. So, um, so that's, that's kind of like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything new. You know, I'm, I'm literally doing something old. And you're almost doing something new by doing something old that doesn't sound new to try to sound old, if that makes there sense. There you go. <laughs> I think that made sense. Yeah. <laughs> at least in my head it did, to wrap up, like how, how you're like in your year of no, which is the most like festive and polite and happy <laughs> no ever. But, you know, how, how, how you've gone, your music over the years, and your fans who have been on this journey with you, um, what do you think about like the early stuff to now and, and how you've grown as an artist and a person? Well, I went to school for musical theater. So I, I think my stuff really started out kind of like very kind of like my early stuff that not many people know about felt very sort of musical theater heavy. Um, and then I started getting into like Regina Spector and Death Cab for Cutie and Magnetic Fields. And I was listening to all these like indie bands and I was like, I'm going to be indie. And then I made my, my record that everyone knows with the way I am on it called Girls Chase Boys. And I was like, I'm so indie, indie, indie. And then I kind of like wanted to become more poppy. And so progressively things started to become more and more and more pop, pop worldy. Um, but I always had like my weird little off center songs that ended up being like, you know, people's favorite songs. Like, I love that one. That, and I was like, that's a deep cut. But everyone like always seemed to, I'm like, this is the pop song. This is the big song. They're like, no, no, no. We like this weird little one. I'm like, okay. Like you and I, you and I, I never did anything to promote this song. It's my most played song on Spotify. That's such a great song. It's, I never made a video, never pushed it to radio. Never. I don't know. It just kind of like, it, it just, people just clicked with it. Um, which is so lovely when that happens. It's just, to use a very overused word, it's just so organic. It just mm -hmm. people just love that song. And I was talking to my bandmates the other day because we played it at a show, at the holiday show. And I was like, I'm gonna say this, and I don't know if this makes sense, but I don't even feel like I wrote this song anymore. I feel like it came through me. Yes, I wrote it. It's out in the world, but now it doesn't belong to me. It's like it's like it belongs to the to the fans in such a way that it just feels like it's been in the world for so long, and it's this old, you know folky sort of singer songwriter song that somebody else wrote but not me it's just it's very I, i'm not detached in a bad way in more of a i've just kind of like given it up to the to the gods way i think we're about 35 years away and it'll end up in the library of congress repository we're almost there we're getting there ingrid okay exactly <laughs> right now i'm working on the notebook which is a, a musical adaptation of the notebook for broadway and so i feel like my broadway brain is like kind of coming back my big project my big focus now is after we get through the holidays is is the musical so i'm pretty excited about that i did not know that that is so awesome yeah oh it's that great is so awesome. it's, we're going to be in february in uh in chicago in february um we have previews in march and we're opening in april oh my gosh like then, this is like soon soon yeah well we've been working on it since 2017 amazing well, I'm I'm late to the party. I'm on the bandwagon, and I'm super excited about it's so, it. It's so good. It's like the most – it's so fun. It's so collaborative. But, yeah, in February, I'm going to Chicago. It's going to be really, really cold. Right. It's the best time to go to Chicago. <laughs> it's going to be – and, and um, our theater is on the Navy Pier, which oh is like – Oh, my gosh. It's the coldest place wind in Wind whipping. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be – I'm going to have to have so many suitcases because it's like sweaters take up so much space. <laughs> What part of the movie did you zero in and you were like, this needs to be a song and I will make it an amazing song? Um, we, we're kind of going off a little bit of the... There's my dog. She's trying to make an appearance. Oh, hello. Come here. Come here. You want to be on the interview? Come here. What kind of pup? <gasps> hello. She's a Yorkie. Oh, she's, she's adorable. Old. 
What's her no, name? she's middle aged. She's like she's probably like fifty in human years, but mm-hmm. she's a puppy in my heart. Um, so we're we're sort of going by the book and the movie, but but um, there is a line in the book where he uh, the, Noah is talking about his wife Allie and how she had left the iron in the fridge because she uh, has the early signs of Alzheimer's and that line just jumped out of the book to me. I was like, that's so interesting. And there's, that's one of the earlier songs I wrote is called iron in the fridge. And it was from that, that exact passage in, in the actual book. So I think in terms of like jump out, you know, there's some jump out moments, but I don't want to give away the plot of the, of the, of the whole thing. But I remember reading that line and I wrote it down in my in my you know my notebook and I was like iron in the fridge iron in, that's a that's something there's something there, yeah and so that became a song pretty quickly. Ingrid, thank you for your time. I, I've I've been a fan of yours as I told you before we got started forever. Um, it's it, it's great to chat with you. I think last time we worked together was at a mall concert, <laughs> unlike an outdoor mall concert. Sounds about right. Back when you and I were both saying yes to a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And we'll see you at the Kennedy Center this weekend. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Ingrid Michelson. If you liked it, please go ahead and share it. That is how podcasts actually get momentum and traction. If you send it to a friend, that'd be really great. There's more from the Tommy and Kelly show right here in the feed. Be sure to like, subscribe, give us a five-star review, even if you believe we don't deserve it. Until next time.